direct from the middle of nowhere to the center of everywhere. It's Beneath the Surface with Sean Murphy and Corey Cooper. Hey, buddy. Sean, how you doing? <laughs> hey, hey, everybody out in podcast hey. land. It's uh, another episode of Beneath the Surface podcast. Uh, I'm Corey Cooper, CEO and podcast somewhat extraordinaire now. Uh, uh, but look, we just tried three podcasts right before this one. Uh, nobody will ever hear them. They're going to end up in a dumpster somewhere. <laughs> Lit on fire. Uh, <laughs> connections, man. What it is, connections. You just can't get these things to work. Uh, the, the whole world is raving about remote connectivity and everything. But, dude, it's hard to replicate just being in a room, being able to sit around a computer and make this stuff happen because it's – what have we spent? Three hours on podcasts? Three days. And it's all worthless. You know how many emails we're going to get now from saying this? Everybody's going to send an email saying, I can help you guys with a podcast. I can do this. Well, maybe they can. And uh, Corey's number is 555. (laughs) (laughs) Send me a a message on Instagram on Murphy Photo. If you have any super simple podcast ideas, we're using Squadcast right now, which – in theory, it's really software. It, the problem is it has to have stable internet connections on every end. You have to have decent microphones. Obviously, I'm just talking about standard podcast stuff, but you know, it's those little things like, hey, do you have the right speaker selected? Do you have the, the right microphone? <laughs> End up taking hours of time. Yeah. I'm sure people are listening to this going, why, why do I tune into this? <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I think the story outweighs the technical aspects of our show. Yeah, but it's not like we have excess time to sit around and, and just. No, you know, we're very busy right now. The part, man, is like like podcasts are already challenging enough for us to do. Squeeze in in the margins of time of operating business and doing things. And I mean, I'm looking at some uh, sheets here, some you know film projects and all these projects we've got lined up and you know, there's gonna be a ton of podcasts associated with that, but man, uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up, don't we? A lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of little, uh, big projects, actually some huge projects, 12 big video projects. Yeah. Yeah. A new uh, film series, uh, new film series in addition to, uh, a big shoot with motocross, Superstar Ronnie Renner, this coming yeah, up again. You're, you're heading down uh, at probably as the time this podcast airs, you will be driving down to South Florida to shoot uh, Mr. Ronnie Renner, which I think we're going to try to set up a podcast with him afterwards as well. That should be pretty cool, right? It's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, he's got a, he's got the most insane property down in South Florida with his own tr- built. He built his own track and has a million toys and you know. I don't know much about the motorcycle world, but this guy is insane. It's a nice little segue, a little tee up for that project, huh? Yeah, man. Let's set them up after after you guys do the shoot. Let's get them ready to rip for one of these. Absolutely, absolutely. But today, so gonna, today yeah, right. we're going to talk about one of one of our favorite places that we like to go to sometimes, called the Florida Keys. Yeah, buddy. Um, this was yeah. a specific, this was a specific place. This was actually Key West, right? Yeah, the edge dripping. And it's where I, when I started at Boat, two thousand, I don't know, however long ago it was, nine years ago, whatever. Our first big shoot, we actually drove down to Key West, 
to do our our first branding shoot. And I we, think we, stayed on, we stayed on Summerlin Key down there. Okay. The house. Yep. Yep. Which was killer. Yep. A long time ago now, man. It seems like it was yesterday. That was like 2013. Yep. It was a long time we ago. Met we met, and then we met up with a guy named Rob Oliverio. Mm-hmm. And he owns Mellow Ventures, which yep. is thriving still yep. to this day. And we go back down and, and uh, you know, sometimes collaborate with them. They have some big boats that they take us out on, like big pirate type <laughs> sailboats. <laughs> hey, I don't think he's, to be pirate boats, but he's got like pirates. Well, it, it feels like you're on a dang pirate ship, and yeah. the guys that work for him are like legit pirates, right? Much. At and least, on this, at least, at least the guys we, we connected with on this on this particular shoot uh, that we went down. I, I, I mean. Kind of the subject matter here is a trip that we made to the Keys in what 18 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the idea was we were taking down like six rovers, you know, like prototype rovers and production rovers, and putting them through the test uh, of going through all the little you know smaller keys uh, off of Key West and just driving it in the uh, you know in the shallow water down there, and then also doing a, a cool little video, you know, kind of spotlighting some of the characters involved and. Uh, yeah, so for this one particularly, like I said, we we reached out to Rob down at Mellow Ventures, and I think it was you, Rex, uh, film film guy for us, Rex Lint, yep, and from Colorado, uh, you, myself, never been to these, by the way, your kid, yeah, your kids, Magda yeah. and Harry Madison. Oh, that's right, yeah. Ambassador Harry. Yeah, we were we went down there to do like kind of a smorgasbord of different things, right? We went to see kind of Rob's adventure, Rob's crew, which, you know, we were going to go out on a, on a boat, you know, tool around all these little small keys. Then we had lined up a fishing trip to go catch the elusive tarpon. The elusive silver king with Bear Holman. That you can never catch. Never catch. <laughs> and then we had kind of the, the, the town element, like documenting, you know, spending a day going around the town. Uh, you got a lot of, you took a lot of cool photographs of that area too. So let's just, let's just start. I think basically we all flew in, met up at different times and uh, met at Rob's place. And the idea was what he, he said, he was setting us up to go out on a, an overnight trip out to, I think it was called, what was it? Mud key. Is that the name of the mud, key? Mud, mud key. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Did we fish before or after that? Fished after. Okay. Yeah. So we were going down to mud key. We had this really Shane Siegel. That's where we met him too. He owned a, uh, he lives up in Destin now. Oh yeah. He has like a really cool vintage. Was it a sailboat? Yeah. Oh, like, no, it was like a trawler trawler. Yeah. But it was all made up a sailboat as well. I think it was like teak wood and really cool. And there was a, another guy working on the boat with a giant, well, a couple guys with beards, but dreadlocks, gray dreadlocks and beards and, you know, that vibe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what were their names? I you can't know? remember. They had nicknames, though. Well, wasn't one of them Poseidon? Poseidon, yeah, Poseidon. Uh, and The other one was like a reggae name. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't either. Like it, a rapper it, name or it, something. It, yeah. <laughs> it escapes me. But – we packed up and we went to Mud Key. Where well, we, hold on. go ahead. We, remember, we so we got the boat ready and all that stuff, and we were it's it's like a fifteen mile trip, right? Like through like all these areas and stuff, and uh, we had to 
he took the trawler out. We had like six rovers that we drove out following, you know, Shane's uh, giant boat. You know, that was really the first time getting these, getting the rovers out on the water. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. When we when we drove them all the way there. Yeah, and it was a long – yeah, and, and they did really well. We were surprised. I mean, it was kind of rough. The seas were a little rough. Really and- rough. There was like there was like six-foot waves at some point <laughs> getting out there. You had all your camera gear on the rover, and it was like our first time. And I, I remember driving, going out there, and I'm like, dear God, where are we going? <laughs> no, nobody's ever tested any of these things. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then they, then we found this really cool little kind of in between a few mangroves, like a little opening between some mangroves. And we kind of all did our own thing for a few hours. And Harry and I went out and fished. And you and Magda took some rides around. We all kind of did, did some little, little uh, R&D on the rovers. We all kind of took them out and rode around. Well, then we had a nice meal. Now, everything seemed to go uh, very smoothly until I think, uh, and as we all know, I don't drink, but there was a rum and everybody's getting tipsy. And pretty soon I just heard screaming from different parts of kind of the the vicinity. Like I think people I were really lost. <laughs> they lost gear, something. I can't remember. Dude, and then, a remember storm, then a storm came yeah, in. Yeah, all the rovers tied up. This was, a co- oh, this was cool. So this was the first time we got to really use the rovers. Like this was going to be our mothership. Like that was the idea for this, this, you know, Shane's boat was going to be the mothership and the rovers are going to be kind of the little, uh, you know, dinghies that we can get anywhere we wanted to. And I remember that was the first time Magda and I were on a rover by ourselves and we were going up into the mangroves into places that no boat, you know, could ever get into, you know what I mean? Cause you had to get the motor completely out push the, the rover over kind of the mangrove roots and stuff to get into these little middle center things of these kind of mangrove clusters. And it was pretty sweet, dude. You're in there and you're seeing like little tarpon, you know, three or four feet long that have, nobody could get to ever. Probably they just been hanging out in there. And we got to spend the whole day driving around doing that before the debauchery and the, uh, the stuff on the boat happened that night, which by the way, I mean, you know, I, I think we prepared to stay out there like two or three days. You know what I mean? When we first went. And uh, the, the first night, I remember you shooting. You, you know, everybody's doing different things. We're flying drones around. You're shooting uh, these people doing all this stuff. And then the, the guys started cooking out on the grill and cracking open bottles of Jack Daniels. And that's when it turned into a pirate festival. <laughs> it was pirates. And I remember the, the it, we had that bioluminescence thing going on. There was oh, a sweet really cool bioluminescent shrimp everywhere. And I mean, you I was just photos of that, right? What's that? You, you shot that. Oh, yeah. I did some pictures. And anyway, this crazy squall came in and everybody was panicking. And I was I, asleep. Dude, I was asleep like downstairs in like the, one of the cabins. And all I remember is a, a, a latch flying open. <laughs> and then, but there was another little chase boat next to the trawler. And I was originally like on a hammock or something. And I dove into the little boat and went down into a cabin and hid under like 15 life preservers and shut the door. And everybody was trying to get cover. And they kept opening that same door thinking they were going to go in the little cubby yeah. hole, but I was already in there. 
picking them Everyone out. Everyone was panicking, and and rovers were flinging around, and stuff was getting carried out to sea. Oh, dude, we <laughs> we like lost two or three of the rovers. They got tangled in the mangroves, and uh, boats got smashed into each other. <laughs> it was like 3 a.m. Um, that's all I remember. Everybody waking up panicking, and I'm like, oh, God, let's just go back to sleep. Who cares? Let this shit sink. I'll sleep on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. So we, we did that for the first night, and then I, I think my favorite part, I know I'm jumping kind of around, was the next day after, you know, we – of course, you had your, your traditional motor problems where uh, I think we've got video of you trying to crank motors. Everything you touch <laughs> – you break. Yeah. I just asked Harry. I texted Harry a few minutes ago and said, Harry, can we please borrow a motor for our trip down south this week? And I literally need it for like 30 minutes, and he didn't answer me back. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> and then I wrote him back. I said, well, Pete's going to be there. And then he's like, well, if Pete's there, you, you can use it. But Yeah, unfortunately, Pete wasn't on our keys trip with us. I, in hindsight, it seems like a disaster waiting to happen, right? Yeah, we need Pete. So anyways, uh, the next day, man, what, what did we do? We packed up all of our crap, you know, I had to get collect stuff from the mangroves and it was calm. It was like flat calm. And this was the first chance that I had, I had her over, Magda had her over. I'm pretty sure you rode on a boat on the way back shooting stuff. Oh yeah. But yeah. We were able to take like a direct path to Key West because I think the water was like, you know, anywhere from a foot to 15 inches to two feet deep. And so they didn't want to run the big boats there. So Mag and I ran two rovers, you know, wide open, like 15 miles straight back in a straight path going through, you know, damn shin deep water the entire way, just hauling ass. It was killer. That was to me, that was the cool spot, you know, of the whole time. Yeah, man, it, it was it's so beautiful down there. And then the next day we, we wanted to go catch some fish. So he hooked us up with Rob hooked us up with Bear Holman. Mm-hmm. So if, if you any of you folks out there listening know Bear, he's a legend. Just Google him. Bear Holman. Yeah, Google Bear Holman, and we'll have photos on the podcast as well. But super legendary fisherman, giant, really big guy. Why he's called Bear? Big beard, the nicest guy on the planet. We showed up to meet him at the boat at like seven in the morning. Corey's like. Did, somehow we didn't have money or Dude. we left our wallet or something and we're we like, left, we like can you buy can you buy like four cases of beer and then Corey is eating his chicken chicken that his wife made him for his meat his lunch and oh no we, we show up and bears like he's like oh god you guys are gonna be a handful yeah and we get there he pulls up to the gas station he's got he's getting some tackle or something and i'm like oh dude uh I, we don't have a wallet, man. Grab some beer, like a, two cases of beer, and we'll pay you back when we get back to the thing. And I can just look in his eyes. He's like, oh, this is all down. It's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day. But, uh, you know, we had, we had warned him beforehand that we didn't want to go fly fishing. You know, we were trying to do conventional tackle, you know, spinning reels and stuff like that to land a tarpon uh, for Harry to land a tarpon on on one of the rovers. And, uh you know, I mean, dude, right off the bat, you were giving bear hell about fly fishing and, you know. <laughs> yeah, for, for those of you that know Corey and myself, we we're, we personally don't fly fish. And it might be because it's hard. I don't really know. But I just know that when I, whenever I go on a fly fishing trip, we don't catch fish or whoever I'm with doesn't catch fish. It just seems like someone throwing spider webs in the air like Spider-Man and there's lots of mincing around and picking <laughs> flies and lots of gear talking about knots and leaders and this and that. And I'm just like, eh, I'll take a spinning rod and, uh, 
a grub worm, <laughs> uh, top water, you know, whatever. Um, and back to that, that was the first time we tried to catch a tarpon with Harry. We literally caught our first tarpon on camera two months ago. And this was three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's how long it took we be that long. Yeah. So bear, it was just his boat, right? We had one boat and, and Harry was on the Rover. Yeah. And he drove us out to the spot. Bear's like, dude, I catch tarpon here every day. They're going to run up this <laughs> bar. They're going to run down this. He's like, dude, no problem. We're going to, you know, bam. So we anchored up. He just uses power poles or his things to hold us in spot. And he's like, oh, yeah, here they come. Bam. You know, we see him coming down and <laughs> throws it out. It throws a spinning rod. Wham! Sets the hook. You get this was like in the first five minutes. Tarpon jumps up, you know, head shaking. Foop. That was all tarpon we saw the entire trip in Key West. Yeah. Remember yeah. that? You got you shot that. You got him coming up shaking his head. I got a perfect shot. So we wove it into the story like something actually happened, but that was just movie magic. Nothing happened. In fact, <laughs> that was the only time we saw a tarpon, and that was right off the bat. So we sat on the spot for like another two hours. That's when we commenced to eat all of Bear's chicken, uh, drink all of his beer, and catch zero fish. I'm sure Bear really yeah. loved it. And, and then Bear got on the rover to try it out. And, and, and Bear is about, I don't know how, probably what, 300 pounds? Big guy? Maybe not that much, but. Yeah, big guy. Yeah, and he big got guy. on the rover and, and was fly fishing, and it was super stable. We were pretty impressed. And when he got on the rover, I took over his radio and got on his walkie-talkie and started talking to the entire world. Yeah, who knows what channel he was? He's probably on the Coast Guard channel at that yeah, point. And he was, yeah, it uh, caused a little stir there. That was, it was fun. So that was his first uh, introduction to us. And we've since become really good friends. And, and I think uh, that's, a, that's, that, that's a normal thread, dude, uh, that runs through all these. We go, to, we go on these trips, generally scare people at first, you know, and I'm sure they're questioning inviting us, you know, right off yeah, the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I guarantee the first five minutes of every time everybody's meeting us is like, oh boy, did I make a giant mistake? Yeah, I'm wondering if it's getting harder to book people these days. I wonder if everyone's talking now. They're like just warning each other. <laughs> hey, we haven't been. Really? No, I don't know. I don't. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I think people enjoy having us. We're we're breath of fresh air. Uh, we're definitely different. I think we're a lot of fun and. The keys are sweet though, man. I mean, I love I love going down to the keys. There's just, it's, I mean, look, there's there's good and bad vibes, right? One of you know one of the parts of Key West. A lot of people think of Key West is like New Orleans, you know, basically a Florida. I don't really like Key West for that part. You know what I mean? Like and the clubs and the. Don't night. get me wrong. I mean, dude, we've you know we 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 go to those places and do all that kind of stuff. But I don't know, man. It's just it's it's got its own vibe. Uh, but again, I mean, for it's it's not a big beach town, you know. I mean, people, a lot of people in Florida understand that, but people around the country think when they think Florida, they think beaches. So by default, when you think Key West, you think beaches. But yeah, there's not really beaches there. It's kind not, of it's re it's all a it's all a reef, so it's yeah. all rock. There's cool now. There's killer paddling spots. You mm -hmm. know, like, we paddled around, sucking down ships. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a cool annual race. I, I, I'm hope I don't get it wrong, but I think it's in May. It's a paddle around Key West. Uh, it's entirety. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which right now I couldn't do it with my shoulders, but it's a pretty sweet, sweet event for anybody looking to basically use it as a destination. You know, Hey, I want to go to the keys and do some paddling. Uh, I think it's called the Key West classic. 
uh, it's in May. It's a cool spot to go or a cool time to go to Key West and paddle. I went to the Keys like on a family trip, uh, took my kids for the third time last, what was it, last uh, August down to the Keys. You know, and it was, I mean, there's there's a ton of stuff to do for kids, man. Snorkeling, you know, going on boats. Uh, stay, yeah, we, we kind of key hopped. We went up all the Keys and then ended up in Miami. But it's pretty sweet, man. Like I said, the Rover was invented with the Keys and mm-hmm. lower Florida in mind, man. It was perfect. Yep, it was. So then after we, we fished with Bear, I mean, we what did we do? We hit up kind of the town, just went and visited some cool restaurants, stuff like that. I ate three key lime pies. One Where night. was that? We remember we I don't we were down some, some downtown and they took us some key lime pie place and I literally ate like three of them. You're giving me a panic attack thinking about that. <laughs> My sugar. Didn't you get a tattoo? Oh yeah, we got tattoos. Rob and I got flamingo tattoos. Oh yeah, we went to this island that's the next island up from the keys, and Rob says the people that live there are called cuzzies. I don't remember any of that. They're all because they're inbred. And so we went to a we went to a tattoo parlor where he we, he said the guy that owns it's a buddy of his and he was a cuzzy, and I you know I, he looks a little strange but he gave us uh, flamingo tattoos on our. Do you have a picture of that? You gonna put it on the on the podcast? I do. Right? I, do. I have pictures of it. Cuzzies. So you, dude, you've been marked in a lot of places we go to Belize. Yeah, everywhere. I tattooed you in Belize. Yeah, I've got so many tattoos that I can't even count them. Hundreds. One, one, one podcast we should do just going over every single one of your tattoos. That'd be horrifying. Would it? Would it, would, would it scare you or would it just be terrible for the listener? Probably a little of both. Uh, well, <laughs> Tell a story about behind each one. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. How long would that take? What? To do that. My life? No, to tell the story about around each, each, uh, uh, each tattoo. I don't know. Some are quicker than others. Hmm. I know, I know you've let your kids tattoo you as well. My kids, some other people's kids, ex-wives, girlfriends, people off the street, you. Uh, my back's getting done right now. Actually, I'm sitting in Magnus' chair. The last time we did a podcast, I was sitting in your wife's chair. I had plasma dripping all over her chair. Well, now it's just flaking skin this time. Man, this gets grosser by the minute. <laughs> Well, uh, I hope we, got, we didn't bore you guys today uh, on, on, on our Keys subject. It's, it's pretty killer. A lot of cool stuff we did uh, down in the Keys. Highly recommend. It is a travel spot for anybody looking to do something different. Maybe we can get the other podcast we were trying to do to work uh, with Mr. Red from Red and Brown. That'll, that'll be one coming at you soon, too. If that'd you be great. And then, yeah, and look up, uh, if you're interested in the Keys, look up Mellow Ventures. Yep. And that's run and owned and operated by Rob Alverio. And I looked up the guy's, the other pirate's name was Warren G. That's <laughs> it. See, Warren I knew G. we were calling him Kenny G. Kenny Remember? G. Yeah, Warren G. Yeah. That's it, man. Warren G, Poseidon, Shane, and Rob. Yeah, that's it. And that, yeah. and the, the girl, um, Rob's girlfriend at the time. Very Come cute. On. Man, I can't. I'm drawing a blank. I'll come. I'll think of it right after we get done. Sorry, sorry, Rob's ex girlfriend. <laughs> you you got such a great memory, Olivia. Olivia. Was go. it? Yeah, yeah, Olivia. See, I did it. 
Just because you look like Brett Favre doesn't mean you're... <laughs> Brett Favre with a really that they got attacked by people with tattoo guns. <laughs> Olivia Casto, that was her name. There you go. <laughs> Brett back. Favre got pinned down a thousand people with tattoo guns. <laughs> a free for all. <laughs> Brett Favre, James Hetfield, who else? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, the skinnier version of Philip Seymour no, Hoffman. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I I hope like, it's getting worse and worse as I get older. You used to be running from new kids on the block back in the day. <laughs> Jeez. All right, boys and girls. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Stay tuned for more. Uh, we got some cool stuff coming up. Sean's uh, working on that that film project you were talking about earlier. That'll be coming out pretty soon. Uh, we'll give you some more details the closer we get to that. I think we should do an episode of the podcast just detailing the whole project at one point, right before it launches. It'd be cool. Yes. We'll Not on Wi-Fi, though. Hardwired, all in the same room. Real stuff. Crystal clear. 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 <laughs> All right, boys and girls, you guys have a good weekend and tune in for more. Later.